What's up, guys, and welcome back to Kennedy Sports Guys Podcast. I am your host, Kennedy Severa, and today, in honor of Women's History Month, I will talk about a woman that you might not have heard of. Have you ever heard of Joan Whitey Payson? Chances are you haven't, but she was the first woman to buy majority control of a major North American sports team in history. Who was she? And why doesn't she get talked about as much? Welcome to Kenny the Sports Guy Podcast. Women in baseball is something that is not new. Yes, we can celebrate that there are more women in a prominent role in baseball than ever before. Examples include the Miami Marlins announcing the first female general manager in North American sports history and Kim Nang in 2020 and Rachel Balkovec, the first full-time female manager in minor league baseball. Before them, we had the likes of Marge Schott, who was the second woman in MLB history to own a baseball franchise, the Cincinnati Reds. Honestly, the less said about her, the better. To put it simply, she wasn't a good person at all. The first, Joan Whitey Payson. Who was Joan Whitey Payson? She was the first majority owner of the she was the first majority owner of the New York Mets and the first majority women's owner in North American sports. Miss Payson was born on February 5, 1905, and was the daughter of William Payne Whitney and Helen Julia Whitney. William was an American businessman and is known for helping providing funds for the expansion of New York Presbyterian Hospital, which a psychiatric wing is named after him. Helen was a poet who wrote a number of poems, such as The Love of the Rose, which was used in Leon Arden's opera, Anthony and Cleopatra. Growing up, Payson attended the finest schools like Brown University and Bernard College. Whitney's whole family was crazy. Whitney's whole family was crazy about sports and referred to attending a game as a social gathering. 1957. Flash forward to 1957. Whitney and now her husband Charles Shipman Payson owned a majority share of the New York Giants baseball club. However, after the 1957 season, the Giants packed up and moved to the sunny shores of California. Whitney and her husband were not pleased by the move, and they opposed the Giants' move to California. After the Giants moved to San Francisco, Whitney and Charles decided to sell the majority share of the Giants and teamed up with M. Donald Grant, who was the only other person to oppose the Giants' move to San Francisco. With the Giants moving, the MLB announced that they will be awarding an expansion franchise to New York which is now known today as the New York Mets. The New York Mets under Whitney. The first season of the Mets' existence wasn't great at all. The Mets only won 40 games and lost 120 games, the most losses in the season in MLB history. Closest team to reach this ugly feat, the 1899 Cleveland Spiders, the 2003 Detroit Tigers, and the 2018 Baltimore Orioles. That didn't phase the Pacers one bit. From 1962 to 1975, Whitney served as the team president and was beloved 
by the players and personnel. Her finest year as team president, 1969. The Miracle Mets won the 1969 World Series, Whitney's first and only World Series championship. The biggest transaction under her reign, bringing in Jai's icon Willie Mays to New York City in 1972 for one last hurrah. Death and the end of the pacing ring. In 1975, Joan Whitney Payson sadly passed away at the age of 72. After her death, her daughter, Lorinda de Roulette, took over the role as team president. In 1980, de Roulette sold her remaining stock of the Mets, selling the team to a new ownership, ending the reign of the Paysons that spanned for 18 seasons. Through Whitney's ownership, the Mets won the World Series and finished above 500 six out of the 18 years. Whitney's reign was one full of highs and lows and put the Mets on the map with their World Series win in 1969. Whitney's legacy was cemented in 1981 when she was inducted to the New York Mets Hall of Fame. Her contributions go beyond the field. In addition to New York Hospital, Joan Payson's millions benefited St. Mary's Hospital in Long Beach, Florida, the United Hospital Fund, the Lighthouse in Manhattan, and the North Shore Hospital in Manhasset, which she helped found. She was also the president of the Helen May Whitney Foundation, a medical research organization, a trustee of New York's Museum of Modern Art and Metropolitan Museum of Art. She also owned the Palm Beach Gallery and County Life Gallery in Locust Valley, Long Island. The Joan Whitney Payson Collection from the Portland Maine Museum, which includes paintings by notable artists such as Digas, is now regularly on loan to Colby College in Waterville, Maine. An impressionist devotee, Joan Payson, purchased the Van Gogh's Isaris for $80,000 in 1947. Twelve years after her death, her family sold it for a hefty $39.9 million. The proceeds went to charity. Joan Whitney Payson was one of the most iconic owners in MLB, and she was a legitimate fan of the game. That's what made her special. Well, that is the end of this episode. This episode will be available on KenTheSportsGuy.com, Kenwood Two Wins, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Follow me on social media on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports and on Instagram at KennySportsGuy1, and on TikTok, KennySportsPodcast. Until the next episode, see ya, and I hope you stay safe and healthy. Kenny, the Sports Guy Podcast.